Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to the third episode of Literally Nobody. I am Clara, your hostess with the mostess, and I am super excited to be back and chatting with you guys about more stuff. Um, so listening to my podcast and my voice, I am realizing I am a very breathy talker, which is annoying AF. Um, I guess I've never known or realized this about myself. So I am making a conscious effort to not do that. So I don't have to be annoyed listening to myself and you guys don't have to be annoyed either. Obviously, Rome was not built in a day. So you just, you guys just have to put up with it for now, as do I. But I am also realizing I breathe in and out of my mouth, which is, first of all, gross. Like, who wants to be a mouth breather? And second of all, isn't even good for you. It's actually bad for your health to be a mouth breather. It can lead to cardiac problems among bad dental health. Like, it's just overall not good. So, again, I didn't even, like, know this about myself. Maybe subconsciously I did, but I don't know. I never put two and two together, I guess. And so I've been making a real effort to focus on breathing with my nose. And I don't know if it relates to me being, like, claustrophobic why I have always, or why I did breathe through my mouth, because sometimes I definitely feel like I'm suffocating or like can't get enough air through my nose. And I've had to be like, chill out, Clara. Like this is psychological. This is in your head. You are most definitely getting enough air, like chill the fuck out. So it's been an interesting process. And again, I am still working on it. And I don't think it's necessarily like a bad thing or even a diss to myself. Like I said, it's not really healthy to breathe out of your mouth. So I think I'm actually bettering myself for the better, right? Which is never a problem. So maybe it's just meant to be. Like, I started a podcast so I could stop breathing on my mouth. Bigger picture here, right? But anyways, also after listening to myself... I realized that my, I call it dyslexia, I'm not actually diagnosed, but my speech problems that I knew I had 
are also very prevalent. And so I just wanted to come on and, I guess, talk to you guys about it. And so you know more about me and don't think I'm just a dumb-dumb who can't talk right. So, again, sometimes you just have these, like, aha moments of these things you've always known but not really realized and up until recently um actually also backing up a little bit I this is almost going to be like a two-part episode because next week I'm having my friend Cassie on and we are going to talk about girls with ADHD and just what that looks like. And so I'll be talking a little bit about ADHD today too. And so, yeah, just kind of tying it in, making it almost like a two-part thing. Also, I needed to mention the poll on Instagram for my listeners, if I should call them nomies or nobodies. And I, well, Nomi's one, but the more I think about it, the more I feel like I enjoy nobodies. It's like not super creative, I guess you could say, but I don't know. I think I just like it better. Like, what's up, my nobodies? What's up, my Nomi's? Like, doesn't know me, it's just sound kind of silly. I think so. So, anyways, if you are my listener, which I hope you are, hope you stick around, we are going to call you lovely folks, the nobodies, my nobodies, literally nobody's nobodies. So, anywho, okay, back to topic. I was saying these aha moments in your life where you just realize things and I, again, have not been diagnosed with anything. I haven't even been diagnosed with ADHD, which again, we'll get into more next week, but I, you know, self-diagnosed these things, of course, because of Google and... It's just like, I don't have time to go into a doctor to tell me something I already know. And like, I can do the work to fix whatever it may be. Or I can not, which I probably won't. So it just is what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I believe I have dyslexia because it... So going back from when I was a kid I was in a special reading class for kids who couldn't read in like second grade I don't remember about kindergarten and first grade but for sure second grade I was in this special reading class who when everyone else in the class had reading time I would go to this room with this different teacher and there was like 
I want to say like four, four or five of us kids and yeah, it was just reading for kids who weren't good at reading. And then for third grade, I had moved to Malacca, Minnesota for like half a year with my dad. And then around December, I moved to Oakdale, Wisconsin with my mom, which that's um, a story for another day. But when I came to Oakdale, Wisconsin in third grade, there was like this test I had to take. I'm not even sure what it was, just like a baseline of how smart you are. And I scored super high in math, like up there with like the top, or math, good lord, see this is my problem, super high in reading, like up there with like the top scores that you can get in reading. And so then I got put into this tag reading in class, which was talented and gifted. So I went from reading for kids who can't read to talented and gifted reading class within like six months. Or I guess it would probably be within like a year because it was second to third grade. But either way, I didn't go to the Malacks for, or Malacca for six years. And, or what the fuck am I talking about, dude? I didn't go to Malacca for a year and all of a sudden, you know, become a genius. And then I was in this talented and gifted reading. And again, I think there was like three or four of us that during everyone else's reading time, we would go and we would read these, you know, more advanced books and do more advanced reading lessons and whatever, whatever. And I got kicked out of it because they're like, oh, wait, you're not good at reading. And then we would do like the yearly tests where you sit, you know, for a whole day and you just test all day, which I actually love those days. I've always loved taking tests because I score high and it's like, yes, validation. I'm smart. (laughs) Um, so I've always enjoyed doing those. And then after those tests, I would get put into talented and gifted reading. And then they'd be like, oh, wait, you can't read. And they kick me back out. And so this was like a whole back and forth thing from third to fifth grade all throughout elementary school. And my like comprehension scores or like reading test scores because these tests you know get broken down into like math science English and reading and English but specifically reading would always be my highest score and it would be high like 90th percentiles and up for like nationwide And I don't get it because if you listen to me read out loud and if you listen to me talk out loud, like you guys are currently doing, you realize I fuck up all the time. And I'll say things backwards like when listening to the first episode 
well, I guess technically the second episode, um, literally why I say if you're nice to the right people, or no, if you're right to the nice people, what I was trying to say is if you're nice to the right people. And instead I said, if you're right to the nice people. And so my brain, like I'll mess up on letters and like sounds too, but I will switch entire words in the sentence and perfectly with each other. That's kind of the freaky part too, is like, it's not like I'm, I like the two words in the exact thought they're supposed to be in the sentence will switch perfectly. And it's so strange. Or I do this the first letter of the word, like also in literally why I said train crash. And to start out, I said crane trash. Like my brain, it just happens that quick. It does it perfectly it seamlessly without me even thinking about it. And then half the time, I don't even realize it. I'm realizing that I probably do this in conversation all the time and just don't even realize it. And of course, apparently people don't tell me about it. And of course, I don't usually listen to recordings of myself because I don't like my voice, which it's like, also so strange that I decided to do a podcast, but I, now that I am listening to myself, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me, dude? I mess up multiple times in these like short 30 minute segments. So, you know, I think it's a part of the quark, quark. It's a part of the realness. It's a part just of me in that I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. And that's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, it makes us human. It makes me cool and special. It's, you know, my superpower to be different and that's, that's fine. Um, but so I've always done this with words and like looking back again, like that kind of aha moment, I'm like, dang, like I have really always done these things and kind of just attributed it to yeah like my quirkiness or just always being kind of on the goofy side of things and my brain also just like looking at words and sounding out words or like realizing the phonics of a word like I I can't look at a brand new word and my brain does not register how the fuck to pronounce it. Like, this is such a ridiculous story. So I, in high school, took three years of these health classes that in the end do became a CNA. And one of the classes, well, this is actually even separate from the three years, but, or actually I'm going to back up. So yes, three years of these health classes and in one of them, I gave a speech in front of like we all broke up in a group. So I don't know, I would say like maybe half the class-ish I was giving my speech in front of and <clears throat> um, excuse me, 
I gotta take a drink. So we're broken up into these groups and I'm giving my speech in front of them and I am giving a, or I'm doing a speech about cancer. In the whole fucking speech, I am saying out loud in front of these people, chemotherapy. Not chemotherapy, folks. Chemotherapy. And no, first of all, no one fucking corrects me until the end. And they're like, what's chemotherapy? And I'm like, like when you're treated for cancer and they're like, don't you mean chemotherapy? And a light bulb moment. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, I did mean chemotherapy. Like I know the word chemotherapy and I knew what I was talking about. I was talking about treatment related to cancer clearly chemotherapy and yet this whole speech my brain is like nope that's that's definitely chemotherapy and I don't get it so like I struggle with this in nursing all the time too because I feel like people think I'm probably just like a total dumbass so we give this I work on a spine unit and we give this muscle relaxer Robaxin, that's an easy word, right? I call it Robaxin. I have been a nurse for two years now, and I have just recently discovered the pronunciation of the generic name of it, What's which, like, let's be real, I'm going to probably still get it wrong. Oh gosh, now I have to think about it. Methocarbamol, I'm pretty sure it is. Let's Google it quick. Methocarbamol. So it's like a fucking weird ass word, right? And when I would look at that word, meth, so M-E-T-H-O-C-A-R-B-A-M-O-L. Like my brain did not register what that word said. And like, so my brain just doesn't even try like, I would be like, oh, so you have to pick up your prescription of Robaxin. And then they'd be like, what's Robaxin? And I'm like, this word. It's this word. It's your muscle relaxer. <laughs> like, again, I feel like sound. I sound like probably a total dumbass. They're like, I really let this lady be my nurse. But on the flip side, I'm like, I swear I'm smart. And I don't know if it's the, you know, self-diagnosed dyslexia or the self-diagnosed ADHD, but I feel sometimes like I am legit genius level smart and this is not being self-conceited or this is not being conceited. It's just sometimes I feel like my comprehension and my memory is like so intense and then you get me talking and I'm like sound like a straight up just dumbass unfortunately and another example of this is in high school again I would go in late a lot or just like not show up at all because my stepdad was always gone traveling for work and my mom 
worked weird hours. She worked like two to two or like four to four or something weird like that. So she was never home. My brother, like not never home, but she was never home when I was getting ready for school. And by the time I was in high school, my brother was out of school at all. And so it was just me, especially when I had my license. So this is once since I was 16, I was responsible for getting ready for school all by myself and getting myself to school on time. And I was just so bad at it. I was late all the time and there'd be a certain point where I'd get to be like 30 minutes late and I'd be like, oh, I know what? It's not even worth it. I'll just, I'll just skip the whole day or go, go like at lunch, go for a half day. Um, this is a total side note, but my mom would get so mad at me and I was such a little bitch fuck was that dude i swear living in a duplex is not ideal fucking creepy af anyways so my mom was so mad at me and i was such a little bitch to her god dang i hope (laughs) i know my daughter will be like this let's be real zeke will probably be like this but anyway, so I was not going to school. I was late all the time. I was getting on the verge of getting truancy tickets. School was calling my parents, you know, all the things. And my mom was like, if you don't start going to school on time, like I'm going to take away your keys. I'm going to take away your car. And then you have to ride the bus. And she knew that was like my worst nightmare. I did not want to ride the bus. And I was like, if you take my keys guess what you're not here to get me to school and I'm not riding the fucking bus so then I just don't go to school at all like good job you shoot yourself in the foot now if you take my car I'm just not going to school and you're not here to enforce it are you gonna call in for work to make sure that I get to school doubt it and she's like ah she's like just fucking go to school and so anywho's didn't like going into school and it was kind of because it was like nothing for me like it was just easy peasy I got A's and B's I never got below a B in all of my schooling career well I think in elementary school I did actually in elementary school I got bad grades but in middle school and high school I never got below a B and I never did homework like I never had to bring home homework. I just could complete the sheets like within the class time and be done with my homework. I shouldn't say I never had to, but like I have no recollection of being at home and doing homework. So, and yet I got A's and B's and it's just, school's just kind of easy for me. And so it's like, I just didn't enjoy going because it wasn't enough like stimulation you know what I mean and so anyways I had this math teacher Mr. Norton and I would I think it was algebra two I didn't go any higher in math than I had to and I think that was the highest you had to go was algebra two and I would again just not show up all week and then 
he would call me in for like this after class thing and take the test that I missed during the week when I didn't show up to class and he and then I would ace it and he'd be like how I'd be like how do you do this you don't show up for any of the lessons all week and then you come and you take the test and you ace it like I don't get it he's like you have to have a career in math I'm like yeah right dude fuck that I hate math having a career in math hell no and so but I would do that with all my classes again not show up not listen to the lessons obviously not take notes and just do great in school regardless and I mean this even transferred into like college and nursing school and I um it was my anatomy class and again I would not show up all the time and she would let you turn the homework like online if you didn't show up and so I would like not show up to class I would turn the homework of course getting A's and then she would be like I'm not accepting your homework anymore online unless you show up to class. And I'm like, lady, you're just mad because I can ace your class without having to come. And like nursing school, I did very little studying. And I mean, there would be kids that would study for hours every day. And again, I would be getting great grades and they would be failing. And like, how do they'd be like, how do you do it? And I'm like, I don't know. I just learn the things and then I just do it. And like my pharmacology class, actually COVID hit right when I was in the middle of nursing school, which was tough for me because I don't do online learning. Like I don't have the discipline to sit there and learn this stuff and so luckily like I am just smart and did okay without it but it was definitely more of a challenge but when I can go to a class and listen like that's enough for me so my pharmacology class I would go to the class and learn the stuff and it would click with me in a way that I would take tests, you know, and get 90s. And they're like, Clara, you need to be a tutor for pharmacology. I'm like, hell no. I can't even pronounce half this shit. Going back to medication names, I can't pronounce this stuff. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I sound like a dumbass when I'm trying to speak out loud. But in my head, this all clicks enough to where I can get a 90 plus percent on a pharmacology test without having to study at all. And so I don't know what the fuck you call it. Again, I have self-diagnosed this as dyslexia, but I'm not sure. I think the ADD plays a part into it too because it's my, the dopamine system, like it's hard to get me to complete tasks sometimes or like fall through with stuff. I think that plays into it, but I am not really sure. And I've looked dyslexia up and it is more common in people who are creative, like highly artistic. And not that I think I'm like 
super highly artistic, you know, but I think I am very, like, created and open-minded and my more, like, fluid, and so, yeah, I just read that it can be more common in people like that, um, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting thing, and another example, spelling bees, I would bomb spelling bees so hard, like, always 100% be one of the first kids out in the spelling bees like not for me at all and um even again in health class that's what I was going to say is that I took like the three as a health class but then there was another one medical terminology which you had to take to become a CNA and we were doing like acronyms out loud so they'd be like PRN what does that mean? And then we'd be like, and then we'd all be like, as needed. And it was, well, I shouldn't say we all, I think it was like calling out specific students at a time. And the teacher would like say an acronym. And then we were supposed to say what it meant. And I was like, I can't do this guys. Like I need to write this down. I need to see this on paper and even then, half the time it doesn't click. But like when you're just saying these words out loud, I, or like not even words out loud, but just letters out loud, like I, my brain cannot do this. And they're all like, what do you mean? Like, it's easy. <laughs> like it's a three letter acronym. And I'm like, my brain, it doesn't matter how many letters long it is. My brain doesn't work like that. I was like, like the word cat, K-A-T. And everyone, of course, looks at me funny, like, are you serious? And I'm like, what? And they're like, you just spelled cat with a K. You said K-A-T. And I'm like, this is my point, exactly, folks. Like, this is my point. Do you not see, like, my brain can't do out loud stuff. It can't. I think the other interesting part, if somebody knows what this is, I'm kind of, like, doing a deep dive into the symptoms and the thing I things I've experienced to maybe someone will reach out and be like, okay, yes, that sounds very much like dyslexia or no, it sounds like X, Y, Z. Um, but I, so in the reading tests, in these long tests that I would take that I would, again, score very high in, I would like skim the the paragraphs that you would have to read to then answer questions about like I shouldn't even say I like have this ultrasonic comprehension when it's in my head because I really don't either like I don't I just really don't know how to explain it so I like skim them or read them and then yeah I would just yeah I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying to be honest like I guess it's not entirely true. I wouldn't just skim them. I Sometimes I would, but sometimes I would read them. And yeah, I feel like things just clicked easy. And I think um, on my ACTs, like, I'm pretty sure I got like a 32 in reading, which like isn't super high. I think like a high student is like a 36. So it's like obviously 
people are smarter, people get higher. Like, I'm not saying I'm some genius, as I said before, but I feel like, you know, it's higher than your average bear. And to feel like I can't necessarily outwardly express that or outwardly show that off or feel smart when I talk to people is a frustrating thing. Again, it's like, I swear, folks, I I don't know why I keep saying folks, but I swear, folks, like, I don't, I'm not as dumb as I sound. <laughs> so, I think my hope in all of this is that when you listen to me, you don't hear these mistakes and be like this, you know, lady doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. I'm not going to listen to her. I hope they become a part of, you know, the lovable person that I am and that you find the quirkiness and the realness. Um, yeah, just another part to enjoy about literally nobody and, you know, you can laugh it off with me because, I mean, at the end of the day, like it said, it is frustrating, but I mean, I don't care that much. I, I don't really care what people think about me. And so <laughs> this actually reminds me the other day I was at work and I was ordering a potassium test and I am not good at spelling. As we said, like the spelling bee, like I'm not good at spelling writing the word down or and like hundred percent not saying it out loud another large bang from the neighbors what are they what are they, what are they doing over there um but yes definitely not writing or saying out loud my brain again just like the phonics of word or like I want to spell it how it sounds and in English that just like doesn't work 99% of the time. Going back to the chemotherapy thing, like chemical. So my brain sees chem-o-therapy and chem, like it looks like chemical. And so my brain just makes that like quick, easy connection and like who thinks it's c e c h e m is keem you know what i mean like english just doesn't make sense and so my brain struggles with it a lot of the times and so just when i write out a word i really want to write it out just how it sounds and it just doesn't work and so this guy's like oh order a potassium test and i'm at a new hospital so i'm still learning how to do stuff and i was like okay i was like just show me so I know what I'm doing. And he's like, okay, you know, type in the bar. He's like, type in potassium, search potassium. And I'm like, okay, dude, don't make fun of me. I don't know how the fuck to spell potassium. And he like laughs. And I mean, in reality, I do. I spelled it wrong to begin with. I spelled it with one S instead of two. But it's just these words that I like clearly know, especially med names and stuff like that. Like I've seen these words hundreds of times. And my brain will, like, not make the link to learn it. It's just like, meh, that's too much. Let's, we'll just, let's just move on. And 
and call it a day, like methocarbamol. I looked at that word hundreds if not thousands of times before my brain would accept the word. And it's only because I heard it out loud. I heard somebody else say that and I'm like, holy shit, that's how you say that. Okay, I, I gotta remember that so I can finally, after all this time, know how the fuck to pronounce it. And I think it plays into like, again, like having ADD because it's like, well, just fucking Google it, Clara. Like, if you don't know how to pronounce the word, Google it. Which, like, obviously I do do that, but other times my brain is just like, no, like, it's fine. We don't need to know. Like, don't bother looking it up. Don't bother learning it. Let's just not know and make a fool of ourselves for years straight. You know, that that's that seems like a better idea. And... I don't know why my brain does that, but it does. Again, it's fine. It's whatever. It doesn't make me less of a loving person, less of a caring person, less of a, you know, understanding person. If you have learning disabilities, it doesn't make you less of a person, less smart, less wonderful. You are just you and... You're made perfectly and if it is really something that bugs you then you work on it you put in the effort you fight your brain and you fight your tendencies and your natural like instincts or habits and you know it's uncomfortable that's you know learning happening I also apologize because I say you know all the time and I do have a lot of word inserts like, um, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying, guys, okay? It's annoying. It is. I know it is. I'm self-conscious about it, but I'm trying. That's, that's all I can do. Let's try, okay? Um, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying, but either way, if it's something that bugs you, to the point where you want to learn about it, you want to fix it, you want to get better, then do that. And if it's, if you're like me, who at this point in my life, I just don't really give a fuck, then do that. And that's okay too. And, you know, it doesn't, again, make you less of a person. You are still worth it. Whether you mix up all your words or not when you're talking. And so anyways, that pretty much concludes me and my explanation and hope I, I hope I gave you guys a better understanding to me and what you'll hear and who knows, maybe over time I'll get more used to it and they won't be such of such of a big deal. <laughs> They won't be such a big deal, but I kind of doubt it because I feel like it's just who I am and that's fine. If you don't like it, then you don't listen to me and that works for me. Um, but next week, again, super excited. I'm going to have Cassie on and sh I think she's a lot like me and I think it's just going to be a super fun 
bro out time with her and yeah stay tuned share of course rate us five stars of course go to our instagram at literally nobody podcast follow us of course you know all of the wonderful things please do because i am really enjoying this and passionate about it and just excited for the future so as always peace and love and blessings and happiness and joy and all of the wonderful and beautiful things in the world I wish on to you guys and I will talk to you guys soon I'll talk to my nobodies later bye